0: Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Tuesday, and this is the eighth week after Pentecost. This week, we are directing our attention toward the Gospel reading for the coming week, a reading in which Jesus teaches his disciples to act according to the ways of God's kingdom now. Our theme this week is, Jesus' disciples pay attention to the coming in the presence of God's kingdom. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light, and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord, let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God, and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord, let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hands are the caverns of the earth, the heights of the hills are also yours. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, but in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Luke chapter 12. This morning, we're reading verses 32 through 34. Jesus said, Do not be afraid, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give alms. Make purses for yourselves that do not wear out, An unfailing treasure in heaven, where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The word of the Lord. Suppose someone were to tell us that we have just inherited a piece of land, let's say a ranch or something out west somewhere, And that all of this land is ours, and all the abundance that it produces is ours, and all of its mineral rights and all that goes along with it, it produces more than enough to support us, our families, for the rest of our lives. And more than that, it is ours, and it is ours forever, and it is our families after it. It is our heritage. It cannot be taken away from us. We cannot lose it to debt or mismanagement, though we should probably start to pay attention to what it means to be good stewards of a piece of land and in these new conditions like this. Then that someone also tells us that since everything we need is there, that our whole entire life will now focus and, and move from this place on, we can sell all that we have here, give it to the poor, and come and start a new life. It's an invitation that is both exciting and scary, and it's a matter of faith, of trust, that is actually going to tip the scales either way. If we trust the messenger and that messenger's story, it will be much more exciting than it is scary. And even the scary parts will feel exciting and invigorating. But if we do not trust the messenger, or if we think that this is some kind of a scam or some kind of a trick, or if this is a place that we have no interest in ever going, then our fear will win, and we will either pass on the gift of a new life, or... We're going to try to cram all of our old possessions into this new life and get all mixed up. Our heart will be in two different places. Part of us will be in this new place, this new land that that we're being given, and part of us will be back in our old life. The gospel is that kind of a good news. God has promised Abraham and his descendants that they should leave their land for Abraham, the land of his ancestors, for Abraham's descendants, uh, their life of slavery in Egypt, to enter and receive a good and promised land. At the exile, Abraham's descendants lost that land, but but they never lost God's promise or God's steadfast love and faithfulness to them. And so now Jesus has come to fulfill God's promise to Abraham and to all of Abraham's descendants and to even enlarge it. So that even you and I now are welcomed into this promised inheritance this promise rests. But life in God's kingdom will change our relationship to the world and the things that are in it, to possessions and their purposes. We'll see the world differently once we understand God's promise for us in the place that we have in the world that God is creating ahead of us in Christ. So that the promise we find in Christ is a treasure that will not fade, it will not rust, it will not be lost, it will not be taken away from us, because it will never depend on market forces or security or any other kind of forces of this world, but it will depend on God's steadfast love and faithfulness in Christ Jesus. So Jesus encourages us, first of all, to not be afraid to let go, to not be afraid to show love and to trust that we have a place in God's kingdom forever. And even more than that, to set our heart, our whole being, into that place so that where our treasure is, there our heart will be also, in God's kingdom, for Jesus' sake, by God's grace to us. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, for the gift of relationship with others. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus the living Lord. Especially we pray, for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, and for the people, the ministries, the leaders of St. Paul's Lutheran Church, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. For what else do we ask our Lord today? thanks be to God.